From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. That is me, and we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. The Dolphins coaching job, the vacancy... Is it desirable? One through five, least to most. How desirable is it? Because it's been a crap show over the last 48 hours. I mean, you could say it's been a crap show the last 20 years, but definitely the last 48 hours, not good. It's Thursday. That means it's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, running things here until 2 o'clock. Don't forget Josh Cohen on the home team, 4 o'clock today, and then 5.55, the second dose of Evan Cohen. All right, so Keely, I want to get back to, yeah, and yeah, we'll yeah. get to we'll get to your calls as well. Um, but I want to get back to at least a, a, a little bit of the discussion we were having about Brian Flores, mm-hmm. the lawsuit, and how much representation people of color and you know black people of color that realm. I think that that people of color is important with this entire thing. But what he's trying to accomplish with the lawsuit and what we need to see in the NFL. Okay, but here's here's the thing. Again, with the whole people of color thing, I, I can't I can't fight my fight and your fight right now. You know what I mean? Like I, I need to, I, if I if I am for if for women's equality, mm-hmm. I gotta try to stay in that lane right now. I can't fight men's rights because that that is a movement, by the way. <laughs> I can't fight. Oh men's yeah, rights which right is now. completely silly. Is it white males? No. You should look into it before you say that. No, I'm good. No, you should look into it. But anyway, look. I'm just saying you should. You should. When it comes to custody battles and stuff like that, men overwhelmingly Oh, well, that's a little things. bit different. How is it different? That's what men's rights is about. That's what I said. You should look into it before you say that. You're speaking out of ignorance. Don't do that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're get right. Yourself, You're right. Get your I, life together. All right. We're on the same wavelength now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway... But my, See how she scolds me on my own show, and you know what? It's okay, because that's why she's the show queen. <laughs> the show queen. I wish everybody saw that. Yeah. Keely looking down on Ken yelling at him. No, not looking. <laughs> it was no looking down, but what she's doing, she's 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 wise, and she's guiding I'm me. the wise old owl. But anyway, but but my point, my point for saying that is, okay, if we're talking about discrimination amongst blackhead coaches— then, then that's what we have to talk about because people of color is so broad because here's what you can't do. You can't come to me now when the NFL has 25% people of color but one black head coach and say it's discrimination. Don't do that. Don't, you know what I mean? Or say we need diversity and then you hire a bunch of white women. Don't do that. Say what you mean. If you want black women hired, you need to say that. If you want black men hired, you need to say that. And in this lawsuit, Brian Flores, he's he's advocating for for black coaches, right? Right. Specifically, black coaches. He is okay, and I'm fine with that. And I I use the term people, but of color. he doesn't have black coaches. Not his right hand man is not black. His lawyers aren't black. You mean you tell me you couldn't find any black lawyers? So so he, so here becomes. I'm not saying you can't fight that fight. This is what I'm talking about, uncomfortable conversations with a black woman. I'm not saying you can't fight that fight. But you can't look at the NFL some type of way and say, you don't hire black people when you don't hire black people. Why you don't hire black people? Mike Tomlin's right-hand man is black. Why isn't yours? It was. You fired him. Tell me. out Out of the two law firms that he had, because this is when you got way too much time to research, He there are 14. 
29 people combined on the staffs of those two law firms. Mm. There are three black people total combined with those two law firms. And his main law firm, the Winthrop Law, uh, I think it's Win- Winthrop, I have to look at it, Law Group, they have no black people on their staff. No black attorneys, no paralegals, the marketing person's not even black. You don't hire black people, so why are you looking at these white people and say you gotta hire us when you don't even do that? Who is the right-hand man that you're, you were talking about with Brian Flores? Um, his, his assistant head coach. Oh, gotcha. Got his you. assistant head coach okay, is not okay, black. Okay. It was it was Jim Caldwell. I just wanted to, yeah, right, right, right. I just wanted to be sure because I, I actually was kind of lost on that And too. I don't know who, and I don't know Willie Taggart's views on things like this. I, I don't know. But here's what I do know. FAU head coach, by the way. Yes. Uh, the Haggerty family. Mm-hmm. Haggerty yeah, family. Yes. Look at say, him. I'm the voice right. of FAU say and right Keely is the one who has the, the, the sponsorship <laughs> down. Damn, you are on. I'm trying, man. Haggerty family head coach Willie Taggart. Thank uh, you. It's the coffee. <laughs> but... His right-hand man is Raymond Woody. Yes. That man has been with him everywhere. 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 USF, Oregon, Florida yes. State. Yeah. And this is how this works. People bring along people that they know. And that's fine. But if we want to see more black representation at the head, you got to start hiring these, these other coaches to be your coordinators because that's who gets the head coaching job. Mm-hmm. These assistant head coaches and these coordinators. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a legitimate claim, but certain people, I start looking at side eye. I'm like, I, it's the right message, but I don't know if, if I want you as the messenger. Just my take. Okay. I think it's fair. And I think that it speaks to Mike Tannenbaum said it yesterday. Evan Cohen said it yesterday on this show that uh, they advocate or believe that uh, focusing on on black hires, minority hires at assistant positions at the lower levels will populate the pool to a point mm-hmm. where then there will be more qualified. And I'm not saying there's not qualified black coaches now, but it may even eliminate the need to say, hey, you need to interview two black coaches because the pool is going to be so right. populated with black coaches. Right. And I think that's sort of along the lines of a little bit of, of where you stand on the entire right. thing. And it starts at the GA level. Yes. I start, you yes. know, I again took the liberty of looking up the GAs for at least, I know FAU's GAs, I think both their GAs are white. The GA for Florida is white. Uh, Miami doesn't have their GAs yeah. set, I don't think. So I FAU mean, did have two black GAs a year ago. So you have, so you have that. And so, and, and my point is, these are, that, that's the bottom, the bottom mm-hmm. job. Yeah, yeah. And those jobs end up rising to the top. So I'm, again, I'm not saying that we don't need to fix this, but we have to start looking at things from a more foundational level. And here's the other thing. What are black people, black people? Black people, black people, Mm -hmm. what are we really prepared to do? You see what I'm saying? And so that's why I had the conversation about his attorneys. I know attorneys only make up like 4% of of the entire attorney pool, but you can't tell me you couldn't find a a black personal injury lawyer or law firm. Like, you you can't tell me you couldn't find one. You can't, I mean, and I I try to do this in my own personal life because I can't sit here and say, I'm for diversity and change, but the people in my immediate circle, the people who we hire, aren't black. Our mm-hmm. pest control dude is black. Mm-hmm. Black electrician. Like, the people that we hire in a lot of instances are blacks. And sometimes it doesn't always work out, but my OBGYN is black. Mm-hmm. Our kid's first pediatrician was black. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to find them sometimes. It's not that they don't exist, but when you're looking for a specialist sometimes, it, it becomes so, more difficult. There's a black vet, by the way. Unfortunately, we can't go to her because she's way in South Florida. I mean, South Florida. She's in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we ain't taking a dog down there. But yeah. my point is, 
don't tell me you're an agent of change, but you want them to do the change and you not change. So what you're saying is, hey, if you're going advoca- to advocate for for uh, black success, then you got to follow through and make sure you're doing your part to make sure that black success is possible. Yes, because it can't just be about tell these white people what to do. Here, white people, you fix it. Uh-uh. White people have a part in it but for sure. I mean, it is in it is an NFL where thirty one of the thirty two teams have a white owner, and then the other owner is Shad Khan of the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I do think it's legitimate expectation to say, "Hey, white people, you need to to do a significant amount here in the NFL to help this." And so, if we're talking about ownership, because I feel like that is a because that if we. Some of the ownership. I have not delved into all of the ownerships. But for example, this is a different sport, but I fell down the Wikipedia rabbit hole one day and started looking up the Arison family, Mickey Arison, owner of the Miami Heat. And I was trying to figure out how they made their money. Well, that's family money. It wasn't, oh, he owned Carnival or worked at Carnival. The family started Carnival. Mm -hmm. That's how that works. This is generational wealth. Mm -hmm. This is why Bob Johnson was able to own the then Charlotte Bobcats. And his family has generational wealth. Now, does that happen a lot with black people? It does not. But again, where are what are we willing to do as a community of black people? If you feel like players, if you feel like there's an issue, you don't, you know what, you don't have to play. You don't. Brian Flores, there's an issue with them, this man doing this in year one. You don't have to cope. Mm-hmm. You have made money. Unless you were stupid, unless you Antoine Walker'd your money. <laughs> You don't have to coach. I understand you love that. But what are you about? Are you about money and coaching? Are you about integrity? So don't come in here year three when you get fired and say, oh, this violated my principles. It violated your principles in year one. Quit then and file your lawsuit then. You see what I'm saying? Don't don't come to me on the back end because now 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 I'm side eyeing your motives. Mm -hmm. Don't use black people as a ploy. Don't say I'm for the community as a ploy to now jump to get people to jump on this bandwagon with you because you lost your job. Now he could be, he could be a saint in this and say, no, I believe this thing, but it's harder for me to believe you in year three when in year one, this happened. But I also have a hard time believing that Brian Flores should have been as a gainfully employed head coach, especially in year one, outing his owner. Like I, it's to me, it is in the Why same. Not? It's in the same neighborhood as uh, some sort of assault happening, and someone doesn't come forward right away because uh, they're uncomfortable with the ramifications. And then all of a sudden, uh, it, it, when when they do finally come forward, it's oh well, that was two years ago. So it's obviously a, there's a reason you're coming out now. So here, I thought about that same thing, and here is where I would differ with that. Uh, a couple of reasons. One, a, a lot of times assault victims, if we're if we're talking about man to woman assault victims, it's usually a, a man is in charge and then a woman is the subordinate. And so a lot of times her money truly is on the line and her ultimate livelihood is on the line. Brian Flores, you coached with Bill Belichick for years. Again, unless you Antoine Walker, your money, you good. And you are now willing to say, I may never coach again. It's kind of like when Colin Kaepernick said, I may never be able to do this again. So you got to have your money up. Your money wasn't up in year one. You made that much between one and three to where you're like, okay, now I'm good. If I never do it again, I'm okay. It's not the same. It's not the same from that standpoint at all. 
Kendall Vick alive with Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and I do appreciate you using Antoine Walker as a verb. Uh, <laughs> the The Dolphins coaching job, is it desirable? One through five, least to most. Where would you rank that? And also the Brian Flores lawsuit. Uh, any reaction to, to what Keeley had to say? Is, is he not doing a good enough job while he's trying to send a message of, hey, we need more opportunities for black people in the NFL. We need more diversity in hiring. Is he not doing enough because he actually is not following through with those in the black coaching community 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 Skyler is in Texas what's going on Skyler not much um I gotta say I'd give two different rankings depending on the background of the interviewee okay um if I'm coming into this and this will be my first head coaching experience um i'm just coordinator coming in it's a zero i I absolutely don't even want to deal with it yeah if i have some prior head coaching experience maybe i'd give it the two but the reason is you not only do you have to overcome this noise and all the play out with the lawsuit you have to overcome all that you got to follow up two winning seasons in a division where you're going to play the bills and the patriots both twice a year it's a good point. You are following up a coach who did have success. It wasn't playoff success, but you did have success. Uh, and appreciate the call, Skyler. Listen, the, the Dolphins are complicated. They're so, so complicated. <laughs> On the field, they're complicated because you've got a quarterback that you you don't know. Mm-hmm. And anytime he breathes, it's, that was not elite. That wasn't like Herbert breathes. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's always going to be a conversation you're so deficient on one side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But then also now you have all of the swirling around your front office and it's yet another Stephen Ross ownership scandal that's taking place. It's not. It's a two. A two out of five for the Miami Dolphins but, in terms of head coach desirability. But you know what? People still... People are still going to want to come here and then the, the best analogy is people still want to coach the Washington Commanders. They're a bigger mess they oh, always yeah. got some shenanigans going With on. With a true blue POS owner. Yes. Yeah. They always got something going on, but people want coach there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, 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 so I, I we have to I have to have you hear this and you might have heard this. Uh-oh. So, talking about Brian Flores and his his lawyers. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you caught this yesterday. Douglas Waldman, I believe is his name, one of his one of his lawyers. I've got it. Yeah, let's, uh, get, let's get the name right. Yeah, let's I want to make sure that we have this correct because uh, I I was begging to hear your reaction to this. Uh, let's Wigdor. see. Douglas, yeah, Douglas Wigdor. Douglas Wigdor. This was on Get Up yesterday with Mike Greenberg. Uh, Douglas Wigdor uh, made a comparison about Brian Flores. Uh, and his fight now for diversity hiring in the NFL. Here's Douglas he Wig- off Harriet Tubman. I sent it to you, Stone. You should have it. <laughs> you, I promise you, you have it. It is in the email that I sent you uh, before the show. Uh, Douglas Wigdor, uh, I can resend it if you want, because you need. Keely needs to hear this. Keely absolutely needs to hear this and needs to. I just need to get her reaction to this entire thing. So I forward it, but. Um, Before we hear this, he made the rounds yesterday Mm -hmm. on CBS, and he was on CNN, and he was on Get Up, and uh, MSNBC, and and all over the place. Uh, This is the only time, though, that this comparison was made. This is Douglas Wigdor and the comparison. Litigation is not for everyone, but he stepped forward. Um, He's been referred to as the Rosa Parks of the NFL. 
And it's a testament to his character. And the litigation will create change. Let's hear it one more time. The comparison. Brian Flores is what? Um, he's been referred to as the Rosa Parks of the NFL. <laughs> Keely? Is he, though? Do you think Brian Flores is the Rosa Parks of the NFL? <laughs> I Listen. Here's here's what I don't get. It's like it, everybody's got to dust off the the black people we know. We know Rosa Parks. <laughs> you know who they dusted off in this one? They dusted off Mamie Teal. See, you see, yeah. you're like I am who's lost. Who's Mamie Teal? I am lost. Here's why they dusted off Mamie Teal okay. because the Let Them See documentary just came out. Oh. Mamie Teal is the mother of Emmett Till. Got oh 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 got it got it got it got yes. it got it. okay. They, so they dusted her off in this. Line. I'm like y'all got uh, y'all take like. Yeah. One black history class uh-huh. yeah, in like... college, and you can remember Martin Luther King Jr., <laughs> Frederick Douglass, uh-huh. Harriet Tubman, <laughs> all the people that movies have been made uh, after. Exactly. We got we got an MLK movie, we got a Harriet yeah. Tubman movie. They're like, oh, I saw that one. Um, and we got it, Rosa Parks and, and MLK are forever mm-hmm. linked yeah. because that's what started the Montgomery bus boycott yeah. was Rosa Parks, um, and 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 now Mamie Till. And I don't know if I would. I don't. I'm not gonna put him with any, any of those people. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying he's not a change agent. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But again, I am just trying to figure out what are we? T- what is the conversation we're having, black people? Because I I feel like we're all over the place. I suppose if if Brian Flores was the Rosa Parks of the NFL, if we're talking about sacrifice, if we're talking about a you know like Rosa Parks made made big sacrifice. I mean, she was arrested for what she did. Wouldn't Brian Flores have quit after the hundred thousand dollar? I mean, that would be a more ap- accurate comparison, right? I think so. I, I mean, th- and so, again, what are we talking about? <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? So if we're talking about ownership, okay. How dare you, okay. Keely? He is the Rosa Parks of the NFL, Keely. And if we're talking about ownership, okay, because we're talking about black ownership. Let's be clear. We're not talking about, because um, I was looking at the NFL owners, and I, I could have sworn I saw a couple of Asian people in there. And I don't know if they're part of Shad Khan's group, because that one Shad Khan, I know what he looks like. They would so, have been. They, they would be I'm, maybe part of ownership groups. Because they because they show they show it in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in the complaint. Um, so you've got to push an owner out to now get an ownership group in. But we have to be united as a community to even do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you can't say. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hire these people. I'm gonna hire this staff that looks like this. I'm gonna hire these lawyers that look like this. But but we want some ownership and we want some community. Houseway, as Kanye said, houseway. How can <laughs> how are we supposed to do that? <laughs> and so it's like you gotta now you have to make white people do this. That is fair. There's some things that white people. Mm-hmm. People on top mm-hmm. need to do. Mm-hmm. But there are also some things that black people need to do that black people forget about. And we keep making it an outside problem when it's both. It's both and. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about Brian Flores in particular and talk about his football acumen. But also, I think it ties into his claims and what he is trying to advocate for now. And I took some heat about this. And so I'll, I'll, uh, I will describe it. When we come back, because I, I, I do think there's a discussion to be had about whether or not 
people think Brian Flores should still be the head coach of the Dolphins if he was treated unfairly, and then subsequently what's taken place after the Dolphins made the decision that Brian Flores was not going to be their head coach anymore. We'll try to, we'll tie it together when we return. By the way, time to unlock the fridge for the biggest game of the year. Visit AJ's American Grill, McKenna's Twisted Tuna Jupiter, the Draft House, or Dave's Last Resort to enter. All you have to do is scan the QR code on site, fill out the form. This is courtesy of Budweiser. One lucky fan receives a mini fridge full of Budweiser. Budweiser's the king of beer since 1867. It's brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. There's official contest rules at ESPNWestPalmContest.com. Again, Budweiser wanting you to unlock the fridge for the biggest game of the year. All you have to do is visit AJ's American Grill, McKenna's, Twisted Tuna, Jupiter, the Draft House, or Dave's Last Resort to enter by scanning the QR code on site and filling out the form. One lucky fan receives a mini fridge full of Budweiser. Check that out up before the big, 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 biggest game of the year just less than two weeks from now. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Keely Ferguson Thursday here on it. Ken Levicka Live. Keely Ferguson, you'll see her tonight. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, let's go to Twitter real quick. And uh, at KLV1063, by the way, you can weigh in on anything. Uh, is the Dolphins head coaching job diminished or damaged? And we have gotten a lot of reaction to this. We've been talking about the desirability of the Dolphins head coaching job because it's February 3rd. There's no coach. Jim Harbaugh is going back to college. We're 48 hours in into the, the, the biggest scandal in the NFL and the biggest scandal in American sports. Uh, it, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look promising. I don't feel great about the entire thing. Coach Clark tweets, as long as Stephen Ross is the owner, huge yes, the Dolphins head coaching job is damaged. Uh, Mark Sheffield says, can an experienced coach seriously consider an owner who's potentially not 100% wanting to win? This may be an opportunity for an inexperienced coach to come with less pressure to win right away. Uh, Noah Dupont says, I don't think the job's damaged. There's only 32 of these jobs. Each person thinks they're going to be great at it when they get it. Also, as we all know, failing as a head coach doesn't even remotely end your career as a football coach in the NFL. There's something to that, but I do think that there are guys that know that their opportunity is coming and uh, they would pass on this because they know next cycle it's going to be their Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. Brian Dable could have been a head coach after last year, but he knew. He knew there was going to be more head coaching Mm -hmm. openings and now he's in New York. Uh, Mike G says, I think the combination of Flores' suit and the Dolphins' constant soap opera led to Jim Harbaugh's statement about staying at Michigan for as long as they'll have him. I don't think he wants to be a part of the NFL hiring discussion right now because the Vikings was a good job. Vikings is a decent job. Mm-hmm. They've got more there than the Dolphins do. I don't think there's any yeah, doubt about snow. that. Snow, Yeah, a lot of snow, <laughs> a lot of cold. Yes, for sure. All right, I tweeted something that made some people upset. Uh-oh. Earlier, 10 a.m. Again, at KLV 106.3. I'm torn with Brian Flores. I truly appreciate his rightful battle with the NFL. There's a big problem there. But he also hasn't answered to one smear 
that he claims the Dolphins levied against him and clearly had a bad staff and relationship issues. I was okay when the Dolphins parted ways with Flores, and I feel better about it now. There's just a lot there with him. Okay, what was the bad Is that unfair? Then? Is that unfair? That is, this is nuanced? Yeah, <laughs> but is it unfair that, that I think that there's just a lot around Brian Flores and I could see why the Dolphins parted ways with him after three seasons? And so, uh, to answer your question, yes, that's fair. The, and here becomes the problem that a lot of uh, black people, particularly some of my black friends, I'm... Um, the, I'll say the less liberal of, of my friends. I won't, I won't say the C word. I am less liberal than some of my friends. But one of the things that one of my friends, if I could use his voice, he would say, this is what black people have been screaming, is that you have to be perfect mm-hmm. to, it, like you, you have to be a quote unquote perfect victim. And I get, I get his point. But at the same time, can you, to the point we were making a couple segments ago, can you just be a jerk and truly just hard to work with? Because yeah. some people... I think you were saying this during the break. Some people feel like, well, white white guys can be jerks. White men, not white women. And get more benefit of the doubt. And give, give them more benefit of the doubt. That's what people say. Is that really true? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and I, the I, only reason I say that is because a lot of this is how people feel. Mm-hmm. I heard I have a, a, a good friend. I was just telling you about her during the break. And she was saying, I'm one of the only black teachers at my school. I have to do this. I have to do that. I said, why? You don't have to. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, this is the part where I'm saying, black people, what are we really willing to do? Black is 70% of the NFL players. What are you really willing to do? The reason that Colin Kaepernick was out on that ledge by himself, because he knew people were not going to come out there with him. He was what ready we, to go it alone. Because you, you have to be. But yeah. what are you really willing? If you really want to spark change and make a movement, it's going to take more than just uh, Colin Kaepernick and, and yeah. two or three people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know Bri- what I mean? Brian Flores, it, it, let's go through the smears of him that he says the Dolphins levied against him. And it was, there was a lot that came out after the Dolphins fired Brian Flores because Brian Flores seemed like a sure thing come back next year. Mm-hmm, Some would say, mm-hmm. wow, he did an excellent job mm-hmm. after he started one in seven last year. But but Stone, the, the Dolphins coaching staff, there was constant turnover all three years, correct? Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. That's factual. Mm-hmm. There, there. You mm-hmm. simply have to look at the mm-hmm. steps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he have a different offensive coordinator every single year? Yes. Yes. Did he have three offensive coordinators in year three? Yes. And in the middle of games, switching off, calling the plays, yeah. which is uh, absurd. That's a problem. Tua's trainer came out uh-huh. and said he and Tua don't get yep. along. Essentially. Did Brian Flores make the decision after the Dolphins had a blowout win at San Francisco last year to change quarterbacks and put Tua in as the starter? Yes. Yes, he did that. Did he make the decision to start pulling his rookie quarterback out of fourth quarters, potentially stunting his development? All his decisions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there is plenty there to question Brian Flores Mm -hmm. about just from an X's and O's standpoint. Right. Just from a managing the roster and his coaching staff standpoint, let alone things we don't know about his relationship with Chris Greer. Right. Who is black? Who is black? Let's continue to point that out. That's true. The general manager is black. But has he... And two... Heaven forbid two black people don't get along. (laughs) Two black people cannot get along. And it's okay. But then then we want to say the Dolphins practice discrimination. Make that make sense. I got something right here. Or like the children say, the math ain't mathin'. I got something for you, Keely. Take a few steps back. (laughs) 
to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Stone's just dialing it up. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't understand. But go ahead, Ken. Uh, but but also too, he hasn't answered to. Did he want Deshaun Watson? Was he the one who was, per reports, trying to go get Deshaun Watson? He hasn't answered to any of that. Is he going to consider that a smear? Uh, He hasn't answered to his relationship with Chris Greer. He hasn't answered to any of these things that have come out. He says that he was smeared in the lawsuit, but where, where is any sort of answering to any of that? So for me, like, yeah, he thinks he was fired unfairly, but... I can think of plenty of things on the field, team performance, mm-hmm. starting a season one and seven, that I'm okay with him no longer being the Dolphins head coach. Was it surprising? Sure. But was I jaw drop agape? Oh, my God. No. No. Um, I'm with you. I have a question. Okay. Because <laughs> there, there, there are levels to whiteness. There's levels to this. Where, where are your people from? I know you're from Chicago. Uh, East Europe. East Europe. Where are, your people, where are your people from? The Carolinas. Before that, the like, Carolinas, Germany, Germany, in 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 the scale of whiteness, <laughs> pretty white. You're pretty white. <laughs> yeah. When you're from Europe, you're pretty, you're pretty white. Yeah. And do either of you just real talk? Did you feel like when they said this stuff about Brian Flores that oh he's just an angry black man? Not once. No, but I can see where. No, no, nope. You didn't feel that way, right? I just and now, granted, I have only polled these two white. Yeah, people. I was gonna say how so I I'm feel at, about. I'm, I'm just at 100. I'm just a. a, a but a, you're a white dude. Y'all are supposed to be the, the cream of the crop, right? The pit. Well, not you. But not no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't put me I'm in saying? that spot. So if you're gonna say if you're gonna say that, I just feel like is that a feeling? Because because for too long. Things have been like that for black people. We have been marginalized. And now we just carry that weight with us everywhere. We carry that weight of they're going to think I'm an angry black woman. And you know what? Then you just going then I'll be that. Well, you can. I mean, you can speak to it better than me because I don't live that experience. But I don't. But I don't. And I don't feel that way. And you know why I don't feel that way? I just got. And maybe because I got kids and a dog and a husband. I just have too much of that. And one of my ch- children is special needs. I don't have time mm-hmm. to think about what random white dude or random white chick got to say about me. me I just ain't got time for it. So the, the tweet that but I... maybe I'm old. I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, maybe. And that's what I just want us to evolve to <laughs> as a people. Stop caring that much about what people... What you, what you think people think. What you think people think. Because well, they may not. They got their own stuff to worry about. I want to get your response to this then. So I read the tweet that I sent out there. Torn with Brian Flores. I truly appreciate his battle with the NFL. There's a big problem there. But he also has an answer to one smear and clearly had staff and relationship issues. I was okay when the Dolphins parted ways. I feel better about it now. There's just a lot there with him. So Dory tweeted a reply. With that, black people are brought into working situations where they need to put out flames that are started from someone else. When they don't fix it fast enough or on the terms of their bosses, they're fired. This isn't just NFL, but it's very visual here. Do you agree with that? That has not been my experience. Okay. I will I will say I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Me and too. So, and so I agreed with it. And so but so what do you do? Do you not take the job? So because they're really they're two alternatives. You because I, I feel like what what people are saying, this is what you're saying without saying it. And maybe this is true. I haven't pulled enough white people to figure this out that companies go, 
we have a problem and we need to find a scapegoat. So let's go find black people to hire and put in these positions so we can fire them and then say we hired somebody black. Is that happening? Possibly. But if you're if you're Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson says that he was brought in as the head coach of the Browns and they Hugh, were ex- Hugh need to go somewhere. But go, I was listening to Hugh this morning. I was like, Hugh, you need to go somewhere. They, they were experimenting with analytics and they basically made him the the scapegoat, the experimental head coach while they were trying to transition their front office concepts about how they were going to build mm-hmm, a roster. Four year plan. Don't you mm-hmm. buy that that there is some realism to that? Yes. But here was my issue with Hugh. Hugh says, you know, they have they structured it as bonuses in my contract. I'm not going to say they did it like Brian Flores because so he's now admitting it's not the same thing. They didn't offer him incentives, but they did offer him bonuses to do certain things that either I missed it or he didn't allude, didn't say what those bonuses were. But then Jay Williams asked a very important question. He essentially said, bruh, you didn't read your contract because if because he said, I'm not good with this. If you're not good with it, walk. See, this, this becomes my issue. The layperson can't do that. I get it. You work at Mickey D's, you, and you got an issue with senior management, and you feel like senior management is – and when I say McDonald's, I don't mean McDonald's Corporation. I mean you work, you own fries, and you got an issue <laughs> with the manager. You feel like it's discrimination. Yeah, you can't necessarily walk. But we are talking about an elite group of black people, and if you feel like your integrity is being questioned, then you walk. You're one. Period. Would you walk out of a job, uh, a TV job? Say you were in New York. Uh Say you got that network job. Would you walk out of it if you felt that you were being wronged or being made to be a scapegoat? I probably wouldn't because I I, I have responsibilities and like the money. But um, But maybe Hugh Jackson, he has responsibilities and he wants the money too. Now, where are we? Because are we in year one and and I don't have a bunch of money? Right. You see what I'm saying? I understand you're like, I got principles and integrity, but I got bills to pay, and I only got $10,000 in the bank. What if Hugh Jackson, this is his one shot to be a coach. Has he been a head coach after that? No. Look at Jim Caldwell. He Mm -hmm. brought the Lions to the playoffs, and he was coaching a Super Bowl, and he can't get another job. So, so again, my point is what's important to you. And and here's the thing. That's fine. I don't begrudge you for feeling like I want to take this opportunity. I want to take this thing. I may never get it again. But what you can't come to me in five years and say, oh, they were doing this to me in year one or year two or year three after I already made my money, and now that I got fired, now I'm like, oh, man, it was wrong then. You should have quit then. These are not... These are not children we're talking about. These are grown men that are supposed to be leaders and leaders of men. So if you are that, then say that. Now, it's also bad to ask me right now about a network job because my husband don't play them games. Uh And so if I would have told him, (laughs) he is one of those people that he is quick to cut it off. Yeah. We can go find another one. They don't do this. I'm like, bro, we got bills. (laughs) We got bills to pay. I can tell you one, that is, he is not that dude. He will cut it off and we'll figure it out later. That's him, though. That's why I marry him, so he can keep me on the straight and narrow with it. I am <laughs> I'm curious. like, let's take the money. <laughs> I am curious. Is it, is it uh, a... It, <laughs> like, if, if it were Robin right. Roberts, like, if I have Robin Roberts money yeah. and some stuff is, is sideways, I'm out. Yeah. It drives the point home. To your point, it drives the point home harder when you just cut it off instantly. Like, Hugh, go out year one. Brian, go out as soon as he offers you the hundred thousand dollars. Right, a- and the yacht. They got they. He's like, oh, we're on the yacht together, 
and it was I think I know him and Stephen Ross. I want to say Chris Greer was there, but don't quote me on that. But I do know they had a uh, a player that they weren't supposed to be tampering with, and the player conveniently happened to show up on the yacht too, and he was like, <laughs> "I left," and I'm like, "Okay." I got you. Let me ask this. Is it is it diminishing Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson's accusations that they are coming out well after the fact with these accusations against their owners? Is it diminishing Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson that they have waited so long to make the allegations of loss incentive with their owners? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Team owners. Team owners. I want to make sure I get that wording right. Team owners. The team owners, Brian Flores, Hugh Jackson, does it diminish Does it diminish their allegations that they've waited so long to make them? 888-760-3776. I have to say another thing, too. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, what are we, the Wigger, Wigdor Law Group? Doug, yeah, Doug, Douglas Wigdor. Um, I, Douglas Wigdor. I think that when we're talking about some of these some of these attorneys and some of these groups and some of the things that they put in the language of the complaint, mm-hmm. like stop saying stuff is a plantation because slaves didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. Uh, I don't know if you saw. I actually have the audio of it, but I don't I don't I don't have it prepared. Brian Flores was visibly uncomfortable when asked about that on CBS yesterday, the wording in the lawsuit mm-hmm. about the plantation mm-hmm. he to where he like paused for a good 10 seconds on national television and then like answered something not even completely related to that J- just yeah. to speak to your point yeah because because he knew that wasn't right yeah Do, people try to make these slavery references where where you shouldn't make them the accusations that Brian Flora is making uh, incentivizing losses against Stephen Ross and Hugh Jackson uh, incentivizing losses with the Browns. He was on KJZ this morning. Do you think it diminishes it because they waited so long to make those accusations? I'm fine with it. I think that it happened. It deserves to come out. But Keely, you say why it's a, it's a bigger, more message-sending stand to immediately, if you say, hey, that is ruining the integrity of the game and it is putting me in jeopardy, I'm out. It does, if you're Brian Flores, for sure. I get Hugh Jackson. I do. I get when you're like, okay, somebody else came out and I can say this. Yeah. That's, that's how, when we, you mentioned assault earlier, that's how that happens. When people are like, this the 20th mm-hmm. person that came out, the 20th, mm-hmm. because people feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get that. There has to be... A first person that comes out. Yeah. But but where Hugh Jackson lost me was essentially almost saying he didn't read his contract. He said he did read it, but then he said I wasn't good with it. Then I, I don't then what are we talking about? How are we still going forward if you're not good with it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hugh Jackson, Brian Flores, have they diminished their allegation against team ownership by waiting years to come and speak about it? Jamal's in a truck. Jamal's on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Jamal? How you doing? Um, I'm a big fan of the show, and I appreciate the conversation. Um, I and, and cut me off at any time. Um, I, I want to address uh, um, certain things. I don't think they diminish their, their reputation, for one, because Hugh Jackson already went through the process with the NFL. Yes, he didn't come out like Brian Flores did because you don't want to diminish your opportunity to have the head coach, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't hired after the, Brown, the Browns um, um, fired him. 
right? Yeah. But the thing with Miss Ferguson, and I want to get to this. Um, I'm, um, I, I appreciate your stand. Um, I know you're very qualified for this platform, but you have to be very careful because a lot of the viewers that's listening, you are their black voice. So my stance is you can't assume that Hugh Jackson is making X amount of money and that he can afford to, to quit um, because he's making X amount of money. But when Ken asked you the question, you said you wouldn't quit because of the bill. That, that's my number one issue. And another issue that I have with you, Ms. Ferguson, and again, it's out, of, it's out of respect, but another issue that I have with you is you cannot say that um, Flores should have quit after year one because of the $100,000, but the, the main premise of Flores' lawsuit is discrimination. He only filed discrimination because of Bill Belichick text messages. So that wouldn't happen in year one. It only happened because of a mistake with Bill Belichick, whether Bill Belichick did it on purpose or not. So I, as a black man, an African-American man, I feel like you are the voice of black people right now as we speak. So you have to be very, very careful with what you say because white folks that aren't in favor of black head coaches can use your talking point to, to make their argument and say, hey, before, um, um, the, you know, the, the African-American woman on the radio said it. I understand what you're saying is, is, is in good faith, and I understand what you're saying is with integrity. You believe what you're saying. But sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You have to be very careful with how others will interpret what you're saying because you can't, you can't assume that Hugh Jackson can afford to quit. You can't do that. Jamal, that, that, appreciate it, it, the a, call. Jamal, I'm sorry to cut you off. We got to get to get to a break, but appreciate the call. Black voice. So, um, well, Jamal is there. Uh, Well, now you hug up on him. But here becomes the question for for me. What I want to know is how does the Bill Belichick text message have anything to that's the only reason he felt discrimination. Brian Flores has been in the league for a very, very long time. So I'm not saying that this wasn't discrimination but what why why are we doing it right now that's all i'm saying and and can two things be true at the same time can you be black and a jerk this is this and that's and that's all i'm saying and why is it that i have to say it this way as opposed to this way because what you didn't address you didn't address anything i said about who he chose to hire you left that out jamal you didn't address that out of the 49, 49, Jamal, 49 people on the two law firms that he chose to represent him, you got three black people, and they are not the partners. So they can go at any time. Please address that. Please address why you, your right-hand person in command on your staff is not black. Address that for me. So what you can't say to me is, oh, you're going to make these white people think this when the black person we're talking about might subscribe to those same things. Make that make sense for me. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 
Visit FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, getting hot again. There was a fleeting winter. It lasted a whole 40 hours, and now it's going to be in the 70s this weekend, going to get up into the 80s, and so, well, it is February summer. We've arrived in South Florida. Time to put away the coats. Time to make sure the AC is good to go. You don't want to get screwed over when you hit April and it's 85 degrees and your AC goes down and suddenly you're having to stay at a hotel. Make sure the AC AC is good to go. You've been given a little bit of a reprieve and a little bit of a chance to get ahead. Take advantage. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train, and they're working appointment schedules around you. I'm telling you, listen to your boy. This is the time to get your AC taken care of. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Get everything lined up, whether it's maintenance or a complete overhaul at EDSAirConditioning.com. Com. Larry is in West Palm. Larry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Larry? How you doing, guys? Good. Big, big, big fan of you guys. I'm um, listening. I've never called in, but um, I, it struck me the conversation I had to say and chime in a little bit about what um, I'm thinking. I am an African uh, African American man. Um, I do. I had coached not little league, but not in the NFL. Um, but I. I do agree with the, the last caller. Keely, um, I respect you, and no disrespect on this, um, but you do have to be very careful as a African-American spokesperson because some of the feelings that you're saying or some of the advice that you're giving or comments that you're making isn't taken very well right now. And one of the things that we have to understand is this is a historic event that has never been done, a, a black or African-American coach that is suing the NFL for discriminatory reasons, that is a huge, a huge story. And to do that and knowing the scrutiny and the sacrifice that he's making may never coach again is very huge. One of the things that I did hear you said, that you did say was he should have hired an African-American or why not hire an African-American attorney, well, that's the whole reason for this case. Just because you're black, it doesn't mean you have to hire an African-American attorney because we would be doing the same thing that the owners are doing, something that, likewise, they're hiring a coach that looks like themselves. Larry, I'm going to have to, I'll let Keely respond, but I'm going to have to because we're getting tight on time. Sorry, Larry, appreciate the call. Appreciate it. Or uh, Yeah, Larry, right? Yeah, okay. I, I, I hear what he's saying, and a lot of people will say that point. But how do you get people promoted if you don't hire within? That, I mean, that, that's the way all of this works. People hire who they know and who they like. And so he knows black people. And so you're telling me, again, if you want to make it better for black people, part of that does start in-house, A. B, are we a monolith or not? So what you can't say to me is, you have to be careful because you're the spokesperson. What did I become, Al Sharpton? And I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine have a say, saying what I say, but you cannot say not all black people think alike, but then turn around and say to me, but you got to say this. Don't do that. Either we're a monolith or we're not. And also, Brian Flores did say on CBS yesterday, he knows many black coaches that are either as qualified, if not more qualified, than many of the head coaches in the NFL. And that speaks to your point than 
Would why aren't they on your staff? I just, and, and listen, I'm just using that as a, a way to to back up what what you were saying. I mean, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's complicated, nuanced. It's extremely it nuanced. But Keely, great stuff today. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine, and uh, the voice of Black people. Yeah. Uh, you can see her tonight on television. Keely Shepton coming your way. <laughs> WPTV after the Olympics, though.